What do you do when you don't know what to do anymore? What do you do? What do you do? Welcome to the Career Class. I'm Tora Brunetti. And I am Lisa Hopkins-Newell. And this week, yes, that's what we're talking about. What do you do when you want to give up on something that has been on your mind for a while or a project you've been doing or job search? Um, I think there's a few things you can do. I know. Let's let's hit it. What do you, what do you do? <laughs> um, I think this is just top of mind this week because I looked at you know some connections I was making and some networking I was doing um, that wasn't really I was getting no response from um, to my liking. I think mm-hmm. I was getting the responses and I was getting the feedback, but um, to where I want it to be wasn't there. And I just kind of took a step back and I'm like, okay, there's got to be something else I need to do here. And now I need to figure that out. So um, for you guys out there, I think most relevantly um, to this would be what do you do if you're job searching and you get no responses? You know, do you look back at your cover letters? Do you look at your resume and say, hey, maybe I need to go see a career coach? I don't know. I thought of that. Um, maybe that's something that you need someone's el- someone else's eyes to look at it and say, Great. maybe there's something here that we need to change or I'm not, you know, maybe I'm not even applying for the right jobs. Possible. You Possible. Know? If you look at your job skills and and maybe you aren't the best, you know, determining factor of of what that is. You know, you can think, I'm interested in this. I have passion for this. I can do this. I've done this. But are you really into it and good at it? Right. You have this laundry list of your own skill and what you're thinking that will work best for that skill set. But there could be another opportunity out there that's better. And you're absolutely right. A career coach would steer you down a different path. But I have something even more thought-provoking as you were just speaking. Is it that we've become a little time sensitive? When you said we've gotten, you know, you when what happens when you haven't received a response? And then you're, you start digging back into your cover letter, your resume, your formatting, you know, all the things, the email, what was the date on it? Mm-hmm. Is it about, you know, re-upping? You know, you could never... There's never there's never anything such as I need to perfect my resume. I feel like it's always a moving and shifting document. Um, but I think it could be solid enough to reflect who you are and what you've done. But the question becomes, instead of digging back into what you sent and what you need to do to reshape yourself, what if it's the fact that you're just being a little time sensitive and maybe that employer, right, has not started even the application review process. Um, I, think I think we're impatient. A lot. We're impatient, and I think impatient so, society. So, so it's it's a time factor, and I'm gonna tell you what this this made me think of. And I'm a like super fan, and you know I'm like I have I'm a super fan of this woman. Her name is Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow her Instagram account. She is just super motivating and super just. She does this whole like. I don't know. She's just a great person. But more importantly, she has this book. And it is called The Five-Second Rule. And it's an audio. It's like a number one audio book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks all the time about being in a place where you've done everything you've thought that you can do. And you're like, what do I do now? Yeah, that's where and, I'm coming from. And let me tell you, this book could be, and it's, I'm going to dive into it. I'm going to be very forthright. Do I'm, it. 
I'm getting this book and I'm going to dive in and I'll have some feedback for you guys. But it talks simply about five second rules and have, and she speaks about the fact that within five, you count yourself down five, four, three, two, one, and you jump out of bed, you jump into whatever it is, but you have five seconds to, to flip it, to change it, to shift into a different space. And this is my overture of what I think that the, the premise of it is, but I'm going to read it mm-hmm. to really get to the root of it. But she tells her personal story about being in a slump and being in a space and being in her bed and then like counting herself, counting down to shift into a new space. And sometimes I thought of her, obviously, as we we're talking about what do you do when you don't know what else to do is that maybe it's time to shift yourself into to a new space. And maybe it's not just about chasing the, this particular internship this particular employer, this this particular field, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe there's somewhere else for you to go with it. And that's fresh and new that you haven't considered. Right, because I think knowing we are creatures of habit, even though we love, most people love change, I do, we we fall into what we did before and then we say well i you know my resume worked for that or my you know connection worked for that and my skills worked for that before but man time and the job environment society everything has changed in the last couple years and with that mindsets have changed with employers with companies with you know CEOs everyone everyone wants of course, they're taking a lot from us, you know, than before. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to change in our view of what we can give, what we want to give, and what we have in us to give. Um, as much as they take, you know, we can't just give. You can't just give. No. And here's what, you know, going back to this book, I'm so sorry. No, do it. It's called The Five-Second Rule, and it is by Mel Robbins. And it's interesting because it, it – It talks about, and I'm going to read this really quick, transform your life, work, and confidence. Um, Become confident, break the habit of procrastination and self-doubt, beat fear and uncertainty. Let me tell you, what do you do when you don't know what else to do? Sometimes you have to turn inward. You don't have to necessarily look at your, it's not your resume, it's not your cover letter. It's not the employer. Maybe it's you. (laughs) Maybe it's you. It's me, Lisa. It's, it's you. me. It's you. Maybe it's like it's not. getting in front of the mirror ben, and talking me. yourself out of that road that you're going down, which is self-doubt or concern. Did they not look at my resume yet? Why haven't they contacted me? I haven't had a reply. It's been three to five days. What's going on? My lead, my person who put me in touch, the person I haven't like, you know, replied to my email. And then all of a sudden you start having a conversation in your head about what's happening when literally your resume could be like first one up for the position, they just haven't yet started the conversation. Right. And when you do start thinking of that uncertainty and you are feeling that doubt, you know, you have to stop and say, oh, what, all these other things that are going well for me that I took me so long to get to and, and it came to fruition – those are the positive things you look at yes. and say, okay, took me time to get to that. Now I'm changing and I'm moving on. Uh, because, you know, I just watched, um, there was this talk by Ruth Bader Ginsburg at mm-hmm. uh, a, a school that um, 
a university that I got my uh, master's at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, you know, it, it was hard to get tickets, so I know a lot of people couldn't go. But I watched the entire thing. It's almost two hours. You need to look it up. Mm. And uh, she – something that she always says is uh, emotions that do you no good are anger, envy, and remorse. And I kind of th- – I mean, they were like – these are powerful words. Oh, you know, I – like this morning, I had a phone call that kind of made me angry, and um, I look back and I'm like, there was no point mm-hmm. of me doing that. But she, this person, got me on a wrong morning, I guess, right? Um, and it did me no good. Okay, tell me again, anger, anger, envy, remorse, mm-hmm. useless. Yeah. So you know, I haven't. You know the envy or the remorse. Yeah, and here's the here's the interesting thing that when you said envy, which I wanted you to repeat them because I'm like, did I hear envy? Oftentimes, I find that um, especially when you talk about job search, career search, career change, impatient, no reply, people become envious of other people who are thriving, and you begin to feel like, am I the only person who is not getting like a response? Am I the only person that has these? hopes and dreams and wishes and everybody else around me they're thriving they're getting feedback mm-hmm. they've got they have interviews lined up and here I am mm-hmm. right you do not want to become envious you no. do not want to self-sabotage and you don't want to self-doubt does you know, you know good it doesn't do you any no. good and I think that we have to start you know training ourselves or being in touch with people that support our cause um, and having them rally around us and say you know what be patient you know, you sent your credentials in, you you applied for this position, you are phenomenal, you are incredible, you are powerful, you are everything that you need to be to be in this role that you desire. Keep looking, keep searching, you know, wake up, do it again, keep pressing, don't doubt. Now that doesn't mean you may not need to layer onto your skill set. Is there an additional class that you need to take? You know, are, is there something about your credentials that you are the odd candidate in a pool? And thus, they're stronger candidates. If so, how do you retool yourself to be more competitive? Um, And so you take that whole envy and anger Mm -hmm. and all of that and you flip it and Mm -hmm. say, how do I retool? You know, how do I take what I have and shift it around so that it's utility and not self-sabotage? Right. Because that's important. Yeah. And I find that it's natural. It's human nature to all of a sudden go, everybody's like doing their thing and I'm over here trying to figure it out. Right. But then it's like, am I trying to figure it out or am I just in the story in my head about figuring it out? Well, she also said in in her talk, and I know you might not always agree with me on this one, but she said you can't have it all all at once. Mm-hmm. And I think it could mean many different things to different people. I look at it as you're right. There, There's hard work involved in many things. And when I heard her story and what she went through, she always wanted – I think she was a little impatient, too, with where she wanted to get to. And she went through hurdles. And she didn't have it all all at once. But now I think she's thinking, you know. In retrospect. Right. I mean, you you can, but – Right. What it's is so all? It's so what funny is that all you said. You? I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna <laughs> agree with this. You prefaced it with that, and I gave my grunt because. I do believe that you can have it all, and I think that you can have it all at once, but I think that you need to understand that and look at and filter that through all at once, but in different proportions. You can have it all at once, but what is the percentile? 
what's that percentile? Maybe if your career is at 80%, you know, what's at 20? You know, have you now right. taken to divvied it up? You still have a 100%. But maybe you can't handle all of it all at once. It's possible. It's I don't possible. think I can. But, but we didn't talk about possibility. We didn't oh. say possibility. We said can and can't. Like you can and can't, you, you know. So when I hear people say, you can't have it all, you know, yeah, you can. But it's also not putting. You can't have it all all at once. Yes, you can yes, have you it can. all at once. However, how do you how do you have it divvied up? Well, that's I, like work life balance. I always say, you know, don't put negativity out in the universe. I mean, that's that's kind of doing that. It is you a say big, can't exactly. You can't. Who you can't tell me what? You know what I mean? That's me and my. That's my inner voice. That's my little Lisa in the back of my head, like. You cannot tell me what I can and can I have, right? That doesn't mean that I may not be stretching myself a little thin, but I can certainly have it all, but to what percentile, right? Right? Do I want this on my plate? Um, and every person is different, but I don't, I, I don't like that setup. It's never been one of my favorite things, so it's so funny that you, you saw me women's a bit mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. when That's you right. said that. But um, I do believe that there is merit, though, to um, being in a space of – you know, what do I do when I don't know what else to do? And digging into that space of what's left, you know, what's left, what's undone. You know, something that I do is, you know, I start reading a lot. I look at videos. I watch a lot of TED Talks. Yes. I look for inspiration. I go and find a book on something that I never knew about. Yes. You know, don't know the subject matter. Or I go to an event or a talk or something that – kind of opens up my mind because I think that's a good way of doing something when you don't know else what else to do, right? Right. I and think, you know, I, it's something. I totally agree with you. And I think from that, what's really powerful is that you don't start conversations off with people that speaks to the, oh, this isn't happening for me. You know, you don't get stuck in the conversation of what's not you start looking into what can be. So I like the fact that you're saying that you look for inspiration because a lot of people don't do that. They don't look yeah. for inspiration. They're not trying to be inspired. They're just well, just like, like you said about they're the, just kind of like right. When are they going to call me? I've sent my resume off. You know, just like and, you said about retooling. So yes, that's my way that's of doing it. And so it. it will always spark something else because I will go out and I'll create because I am a creator. You are. Sometimes but, I don't know. But what. what's really interesting, <laughs> you don't know what you're creating. But hey, <laughs> do it. Just best, do it. Just best, say yes. The best work starts that way, you know. Um, but also, I think because you are totally in, not that I'm not, but you are you are totally into human connection. And so yes. I'm surprised that you're not saying what I have known. I've known one student to do this, and it really manifested something, which was going onto LinkedIn, LinkedIn and any social at this in this daytime and age, but specifically LinkedIn to find a person in a parallel role. Oh my God, of course I've done that. To what she wanted to, <laughs> to, to be a part of, right? Yes. And then not only that, but reached out to them, set up a meeting, had a meeting with this person. I have done that too. Didn't say, oh, I want to work at your company, but said, if you can connect me with peers, associates, colleagues, um, I would be interested in this. And yep. what do you think? Look at my resume. Help. Right? Absolutely, I've done that. And all of a sudden, that person, you know, two, three weeks later, there's a phone call, there's an email, there's an interview, and you are employed. And so that human connection piece is another thing. And it doesn't work for everyone, right? 
but you'd be surprised at how many people who are employed in positions that you are desiring or want to grow into would be willing to have that quick coffee. Yes, because they know what you're going through. And I'll tell you guys out there, I will do that for you if you connect with me. Yeah. Um, just ask me and tell me what you want. But yes, yes I it's important. absolutely agree with you. I've done it. It has worked well. And I think we've talked before on this podcast about how to approach someone in yes, that way. So for look sure. back for yeah, uh, prior episodes prior that episodes. We'll, we'll speak um, to it. But I, I totally, absolutely, unequivocally agree with you um, on being stay inspired. Make sure that you are making those connections. Make sure that you have a mentor um, that can coach you around it, a career coach, so that when you do have those days of what do I do? Right. When I don't know what else to do, you can kind of pull yourself up, bootstrap, figure it out, but also have a team and a crew of people around you to do that. Because I think that that's needed. That's a realistic space. That is not a bad space. It's a realistic one. And it happens to all of us. And so with that, what Lisa's trying to say is go find your tribe. Go find, Go your, find tribe. your tribe. You have to. You have to. You have to find a group that will support your cause, but will also call you on it, right? So if you are in this lull, they'll give you like, okay, you can be safe for about five more minutes, and then I need you to really snap out of that so that we can forge forward and do your life. And that's the kind of crew you need. It that's is. It. That's it. Your tribe. That's it. Find one. And then you'll know what to do when you don't know what else to do. <laughs> Until next time. And with that, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Focal Point, created in collaboration with the Museum of Contemporary Photography. Focal Point is a podcast exploring the artists, themes, and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary photography. Check it out. What are the rules with photographing buildings and, and places where people lived their lives and and what have you come across in doing that project yeah i mean i try to approach it in many ways in the same way um i don't always have the same connection to that particular place that i might have with a connection with a person Mm -hmm. um but I, i i try to approach projects that yeah that are about that are about buildings or involve buildings as a way to talk about these other things um in a similar kind of way available wherever you get your podcasts